This is the Agile Thoughts Podcast, and I'm Lance Kine. My name's Ron Lichty, and I I transform chaos to clarity in software development and on software development teams. I have been a programmer. I've been a manager of programmers, a director of engineering, a VP of engineering, a VP of products, and a CTO. And for the last eight years, I've been consulting as an interim, parachuting in as an interim VP of engineering to to untangle the nuts in software development and make software development hum. This is the first episode of a series with Ron Lichty, managing the unmanageable. I wrote one of the very few books on managing software people and teams, Managing the Unmanageable, Rules, Tools, and Insights for Managing Software People and Teams. And I'm also the co-author of the study of product team performance in which we query, we just released, May 1st, we released the sixth study after uh, yet another survey of people on product teams in every role on product teams all over the world and asking them, character, self-characterize your team. Is it high performance or low performance or something in between? And then we ask about practices and, and look at and look for correlations between high performance teams, low performance teams, and what they do. So what inspired you to write a book? So this is my fifth book. I uh, wrote a couple of books on programming. I wrote uh, a couple of books on publishing newspapers and magazines and on business. A long time ago, I became a, I became a programmer and uh, wrote those first couple of books. And, and then I became a manager. I became a manager at Apple Computer. This book is co-authored. My co-author is, is uh, Mickey Mantle. The uh, very famous SVP of engineering and CTO at Broader Bund, at Grace Note, and at uh, uh, Pixar. <laughs> uh, and Mickey and I, several decades ago, we were leading development in separate Bay Area companies of the most popular entertainment software titles in the world. And we pretty much had more, it, it, for two leaders of engineering, we probably had more people who are using our software than, than just about any other two engineering leaders around. And when my company faltered, I interviewed with Mickey. So I was a director of, I was in my first director of engineering role, actually, and he was in a VP of engineering role. And I went to Broader Bunt and interviewed with him. And instead of ending up working together, we ended up having weekend breakfast together. We ended up being weekend breakfast friends. And, and we'd get together every few weeks and talk about the challenges of managing software development and of our jobs. And one of the things we realized is how little training and mentoring that development managers typically get. So we kept talking through the challenges of software development for a decade when we realized that we both were interested in turning the insights we'd been sharing with each other into a book. And so that's, as we, as we explored, we found that there are, very, there are very few books written specifically for managers of software people and teams we found hundreds of books on project management. This was a decade and a half ago, and there are already scores of books on Agile. There are almost none. There, we could only find a half dozen books in the history of programming on managing the people and teams who deliver those projects and those products. And so that was 
the, the realization that what we were doing, we had something that, that would be valuable to our peers. So this book, Managing the Unmanageable, is what we're talking about. And you and, uh, and Mickey met together, and then through this friendship, you, you wrote this book, co- you co-authored it, it sounds like. Yeah, so we co-authored it. And it took us about eight years to write. We initially thought, you know, what we've been we've been trading rules of thumb and nuggets of wisdom over the breakfast over these weekend breakfast tables, and we thought well, we'll just collect those. You know, things like you know, adding people to a late project makes it later. Brooks Law from from uh, Fred Brooks back in the in the nineteen seventies. You know, forty five years ago, and 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 managers are still struggling with executives who say, well, we'll just add a couple of people and, and that'll make things better as you're facing down a deadline, which is simply not true. And we thought, you know, we'll collect these rules of thumb and nuggets of wisdom. And and then we thought, well, you know, but we've actually, we've got actually got a lot of learning that, that we've been doing, that we've been sharing with each other. We'd like to write about that and share that as well. And so that ended up being nine chapters, now 10, with the second edition of the book that came out in December, 10 chapters wrapped around those rules of thumb and nuggets of wisdom. It took us eight years to write that, and, and Addison Wesley Pearson published it. Yeah, it's not easy to get published on Addison Wesley, so good job on that. But I, I guess it sounds like it's your fourth book, so you've, you've, you know, you, you're an experienced hand at this. I've been, been through that drill a couple of times. What is it that when you think of yourself, what is it that you're better at than anyone else in the world that you put into this book? So I'm going to answer the first half of that. And, and obviously, the second half of that, obviously, there are parts of it that are in the book. What I consult in these days, so eight years ago, I started consulting in untangling the knots in software development and helping make software development hum in transforming chaos to clarity in software development. And I started consulting in that eight years ago because I realized that from the, over the 25 years uh, or maybe 20 years since I had left Apple, I had repeatedly been hired into companies to do that. I had repeatedly been hired into companies that were struggling, that were experiencing chaos, that, that, were, that, that were in all kinds of knots in their software development. And that that's the part that I really loved doing the most was untangling those knots, was helping teams to experience both the productivity and the joy of getting, of, of delivering delight to customers. And, uh, and so I started, I started a consulting practice eight years ago that combined para, uh, parachuting in as an, interim, as an interim VP of engineering, doing assessments for VPs of engineering and CEOs and, and VPs of product, around you know how they could transform chaos to clarity in their organizations, coaching some individual engineering leaders and how to be better managers, and then also in training, I had already for a few years been training teams in Agile and in Scrum and in Kanban and Extreme Programming, and I began and I expanded that five years ago to, to train executives in what it is their teams do and, and how to support them in doing it more effectively. And so all of that is really about making software development hum. And so my, what, I, what I find when I parachute in as an interim VP of engineering is that within about 48 hours, I've got to figure out what's going on with this team, what's going on with this organization, and, and what can make it better? What can make it better for all of the members of the team? What can make it better for the whole organization? Wow, nice. 
Nice. Okay. That's a unique angle. I haven't heard this one, uh, this particular before. I've seen interim CTOs, by the way, but uh, uh, you're the first, you know, I don't know if there's a big difference between those two things, but uh, but I love your pitch. I love your angle. Yeah, there's only a half dozen of us in the world that we've been able to find. You know, there are, there are VPs of engineering who will take an interim role in between FTE jobs. But there's only a handful of us that we've been able to find that that do this as a practice, as a consulting practice. Agile Thoughts wants your help. However you find our show, be it through iTunes, Stitcher, or any of the other podcast aggregation systems, go ahead and leave us a review. Click some stars, and that will help us grow the show. Thank you. Remember, we've got show notes. Look at your podcast player, and there will be content there for your easy access in which I put links that are mentioned in the show. If you don't have a podcast player and you, and you downloaded the MP3 from the website, go back to the website where you downloaded the MP3 and you will see the show notes right there on the webpage. Next episode, more Ron Lichty. And we had initially thought that we had adequately covered Agile relative to managing in the in the course of the book and what we discovered was that what was troubling our target readers managers was that software development managers are really struggling to figure out their roles with respect to the sweeping mindset changes that agile introduced <laughs>